0: Hello, and welcome back to Green Planet. My name's Lucy, and I'm going to be your host. This episode is focused on single-use plastic, and we have a special guest in the store as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Green Planet. <music> Single-use plastic. It's a big problem. It's wrecking our oceans and it's almost indestructible. Turtles have been mistaking plastic bags for jellyfish and are eating them instead. Whales have been found with up to 40 kilograms of plastic in their stomach. Did you know every single piece of plastic that you've ever used still exists out there somewhere in our world, whether that's in the ocean or in landfill? Research suggests that plastics have now been found in our bloodstream as microplastics have been eaten by fish and start moving up the food chain. Microplastics are tiny pieces of plastic. Glitter is a form of microplastic but it's made that way. The majority of microplastics and microfibers in the ocean are broken down bits of bigger bodied plastics, like plastic bottles or plastic bags. If you want to help me stop this catastrophe, there are three things that you can do. they are the three R's. Many of you will have heard of them. Reduce, reuse, recycle. For reduce, it's about reducing the amount of plastic that you use and only using necessary amounts. For example, if you go to a shop and there's some bananas that are sold in a bag, but then there are also bananas that are sold separately with no bag. If you were trying to reduce your plastic, you'd get the bananas without the bag as the one with the bag is a waste of plastic and it's not needed. The second R is reuse. It's similar to reduce, but you're reusing the item that you have bought or got. So, If you buy a bottle of water every day at school or at work, that's hundreds of plastic bottles compared to just using one every day and reusing it. Now, the third R is recycle. If you have an essential piece of plastic that is broken or you can't reuse it, the great thing is that you can recycle it. You can put it in your plastic recycling bin and it can be given a new life. I've created a petition for a ban on single-use plastic. Even if we just start out small, like no more single-use plastic in schools or workplaces, it will make a huge difference and we can gradually expand it. I'd love it if you could all sign it. Thank you to those of you who have. All I ask of you is that you spread the word. With the power of the people, we might actually end this crisis. Now it's time for this week's joke of the week. This week's joke of the week is a bit of a pun, but it made me laugh, so I thought I'd add it in. A boy came home to his mum and showed her a seed in his hand. He said, look, I'm eco-friendly because I planted a tree. The mum said, I think we need to put it in the soil for that. He said, nope, it's a palm tree. If you've got a joke in mind, you can send your own jokes in to 1 underscore world 08, that's the word 1, not the figure, on Instagram, or email me at 19howardlucy at gmail.com. Now it's time for this week's green news. This week's green news is about research on California wildfires. Recent research finds that the exposure to the heavy wildfire smoke in California may raise the risk of of out-of-hospital cardiac arrests. Scientists suggest that people in and around the area should stay indoors for yet another reason. They recommend them to close all windows, make sure there is fully functioning air conditioning and high quality air filters. A cardiac arrest is a sudden loss of blood flow resulting from the failure of the heart to pump effectively. Signs include loss of consciousness and abnormal or absent breathing. For famous environmentalists and celebrities, today we have an environmentalist. He is Martin Dory. Martin has written many books, including Kids Fight Plastic, Take the Slow Road to Scotland, Take the Slow Road to England and Wales, Take the Slow Road to Ireland, No More Rubbish Excuses, and more. But today I'll be talking to him about his book called No More Plastic. Hello, Martin. Um, Firstly, welcome to the show. I'm really pleased to have you here and excited to listen to what you have to say about your book. So what inspired you to write this book?
1: Hi, Lucy. Thank you very much for inviting me on your podcast. Um, And it's really lovely that you've read my book. Um, What inspired me to write it? Um, was the work that I was doing with the Two Minute Beach Clean. Now, the Two Minute Beach Clean is a project where we try and encourage people to spend two minutes picking up litter from the beaches um, because of the problem with single-use plastic in the marine environment. Um, So what I wanted to do with this book was translate that idea that we can all do something in two minutes and make a big difference. Um, So the idea was that we have... Two minute solutions, which are things that you can do in two minutes that help to reduce plastic. So it's kind of simple ideas. So I wanted to, so I wanted to sort of write about the plastic problem, and I wanted to explain to people that they can make a difference, um, and that they can do something about the problem with plastic.
0: Interesting. But what do you think is the main problem with plastic?
1: Good question. Um, Single use plastic. Uh, the main problem really is that. It doesn't go anywhere. So plastic, once it's been made, unless it gets recycled or burned, it just stays as plastic. And as plastic, it becomes toxic. um, It's poisonous. It's dangerous to wildlife. Um, So it's the the fact that it doesn't get used again, that it only gets used once. So you, you have a bottle and you drink from it and then you discard it. And that seems really wasteful to me. And then that bottle then goes into the marine environment and breaks down into smaller and smaller and smaller bits of plastic and gets eaten by fish or it gets eaten by a whale and it causes lots of problems and it becomes toxic. So it's just the, the, the nature of the use of plastic. It's how we use it and how we don't dispose of it properly that's the problem.
0: Now, in each chapter you have a what can you do now part. If you had to choose off the top of your head, which would you say is your favourite?
1: I don't really know which is my favourite, what you can do now. But I think there are, there's a chapter about the seven uh, worst offenders of things that we find on the beach. Now, these are things like plastic bags and bottles and bottle tops and um, cotton bud sticks and wet wipes and food wraps and plastic bags. Now, all of those things put together on the beach add up to about a third of everything that we find on the beach and they're all items that anyone can stop using today and that means that if you stop using wet wipes and you stop using plastic bags and you stop using plastic bottles and you stop using cotton bud sticks that are plastic you actually could prevent one third of beach litter now I find that really exciting because it means that each and every one of us wherever we are can make a difference and that's really good
0: who do you think is threatened by plastic and why
1: well i think um the main problem that we have with plastic is the ocean environment so we're talking about animals we're talking about whales dolphins fish seabirds mollusks um you know animals get tangled up in plastic when it's old fishing nets animals eat plastic um, and also animals are ingesting microfibres of plastic, which are tiny, tiny fibres that come off your clothes. Um, so I think the whole of the ocean environment is under threat.
0: Throughout the book, you mentioned Two Minute Solution and Two Minute Beach Clean. Explain that a little bit for our listeners.
1: Two Minute Beach Clean is a project, as I mentioned earlier, which is just to inspire people to spend two minutes picking up litter each and every time they go to the beach. Um, It's quite a simple idea that you just spend two minutes, you pick up rubbish and it all adds up over time to make a big difference. The two minute solution is the same idea, but little things that only take a few minutes that you can do to prevent plastic from entering the marine environment. For example, you can choose to take a reusable cup to a coffee shop and then have them refill it. Not only will you save money, but also you'll save um, using a cup, a disposable cup. So that's the idea, that it's a two-minute solution. It takes you a little bit of time to organise it, but once you've done it, it makes a big difference.
0: Some people say campaigning is like eating an elephant, one bite at a time. But others say you should stop doing anything unenvironmentally friendly or we'll all have to pay the price. Who do you agree with?
1: That's a really, really interesting question. I think we have to do everything we can at every level. But it doesn't mean to say you have to do everything all the time. So the idea of the two minute beach lean is we start people by thinking about what they find in two minutes. And then after that, we hope that they will start to make changes and do two minute solutions. Um, And then perhaps what we need to do is is then make other changes um, that help the environment. So you don't have to be perfect. You just have to do something. And if everybody does something, and then everybody does something else as well, then that's when it starts to make a big difference. I think I don't think we can expect everybody to be perfect. I think that's I think that's a really difficult thing because not everybody is. Um, you know, I drive a car. Um, I drive it less and less and less, and that's that. Those are the differences that I'll make. But if we all start to drive our cars less and less and less and less, then there will be a, a, a better solution.
0: In your opinion, what is the worst piece of plastic we use?
1: I think a lot of plastic, um, that's really unnecessary. Packaging um, on products uh, is really unnecessary. Sometimes it's necessary on food to keep it fresh. I understand that, but we've got to be able to get rid of it. Um, So it's pointless packaging, packaging that's just rubbish, like putting bananas in plastic bags or putting oranges in plastic or um, wrapping coconuts in plastic is just awful.
0: Yes, I agree. Are you currently writing anything at the moment?
1: Yes, I am. I'm writing a book about traveling in France. Um, and I've just finished writing a book called Kids Fight Climate Change, um, which I'm really, really excited about, because that's lots and lots of two minute solutions for kids to become two minute superheroes. Um, so that's really exciting. And, and Kids Fight Plastic, which is my first kids book, came out um, this last year, sorry. And it's and it seems to be doing really well, and and it's lots of missions to become a two-minute superhero.
0: And finally, if people want to keep up with what you're doing, what's the best way for them to do so?
1: Well, if people do want to keep up with what I'm doing at the Two Minute Beach Clean, the best thing to do is to follow the hashtag Two Minute Beach Clean, or they can follow Two Minute Beach Clean on social media, or they can follow me, Martin Dory, on social media. Um, and I think the best thing really would be to join our... our to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram and just keep up to date with the, with the campaign, which is really, really going well.
0: Great. Thank you for coming on the show, Martin. And I'm sure the listeners are looking forward to reading your book. And our final thing to discuss today is upcycling. I've got another project for the garden again, as it's that time of year. It's important to get outside. The flowers are blooming, the bees are buzzing. It's just really nice out there. Don't worry if you don't have a garden um, i'm going to hopefully teach you in a future episode how to um, make an indoor garden i find that watering cans can be quite heavy especially if you need the big eight liter ones for watering vegetable patches and big patches of soil wouldn't it be much easier if something could just sprinkle all over it well yeah you could just buy a sprinkler but I prefer to make my own because it's a bit more fun. Also, if you buy one, it's not saving any plastic and it doesn't really fit with the whole reduce reuse recycle. Today, I'm going to show you how to make your very own sprinkler out of just a plastic bottle. Get an empty bottle. Draw dots around the upper half of the bottle and a few lower down, but not too many. Heat a pin with a candle, but be careful and poke holes in the dots. Draw a circle on the lid around the end of your hose, the part where the water comes out. Cut out the circle with scissors, drill, pen knife, but as long as it's safe. Secure the bottle with stones or tie it to a stick in your garden. Put the hose in and voila, your very own sprinkler. I'd love to hear how you get on, so comment what happened below. But if you're struggling on how to do that, don't forget, you can go to one underscore world 08 on Instagram. And remember, it's the one, the word, not the figure. Well, I'm afraid that's it for today. Wash your hands, get your daily exercise and see you next week on Green Planet.